Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host. It's your girl, Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 225 today, and today's topic is BMF. We are going to recap season two, episode eight, titled Push It to the Limits. The description reads, the Flannery Brothers buy a car wash to pack cars after being flushed with product from a new plug. Mitch turns dealers into kingmakers while Terry hires new drivers. So y'all already know, we about to get into it. We about to break it down, dissect it scene by scene like we do over here on this platform. After that, I will play the trailer for next week's episode. And then I will play a sleeper in my Joe Budden style. Shout out to the pod father, Joey. So we got two more episodes after this, nine and 10, and then Power Book 2 Go Start. So, you know, the Power Sega continues, Greenlight Gang continues. So uh, as always, if you need to get in touch with me, Facebook is Alicia Shanice, Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, email, Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. You can inbox, DM, or email me if you have any special recap requests. With that being a television show, a movie, a docuseries, or a music album, hit your girl up on any of those platforms. I will check out your recap request and get that out within a week possibly two weeks because I'm a little bit behind. If you have any business or brand that you need me to shout out, please hit your girl up and I will gladly do that. I mean, I love whom loves me and I show love to whom shows love to me. So that's free of charge. Anything you know you need me to shout out, anything you're working on, I got you. Any recap request, just let me know. And the recap request, that might be a little slower just because I am super busy right now with just life with the podcast the book motherhood you know so if i take a minute i'm sorry but i'm gonna get that recap request out for you and then even if you don't have anything just if you just want to say what's up that's cool too just hit your girl up i just put out my snowfall recap make sure you guys check that out because that's the hottest show on television and on top of that it's the final season so if you have not watched snowfall I suggest you watch Snowfall. Every episode is on Hulu. And you can get, if you don't have Hulu, you can get the free subscription. When I say Snowfall is the best, y'all got to check out uh, Snowfall. And then if you're new to it, don't worry. I've recapped every episode. So just go back, you know what I'm saying, and check that out. I dropped my Bel Air recap a little while ago. So make sure you check that, check that out. Episode two, that was really, really good as well. But um, enough talk. As always, if you love music, like I love music, you can check out my music playlist. They are exclusively on Spotify. You type in Shanice Loves, you click on that picture profile, it's going to take you to all of my playlists. And I got every genre because your girl got some long range music ears. But enough of all that. Y'all know how to get in touch with me. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about No Good Chuck and let's talk BMF, y'all. Hey y'all, it's your girl Shanice, 
And I'm just coming in and checking in with y'all to remind y'all to protect y'all energy, as I always say. Life is at, you know, we have very different stresses at an all-time high. Why not go ahead and take you guys a nice vacation at a reasonable price with a trusted travel agent, you know? And that could be a solo trip, a trip with your boo thing, a family trip, a girl's trip, a guy's trip, whatever. Just let me let y'all know this right now. Visit T Booked It. T B B O O K E D I T. Follow them on Instagram on Instagram. Or you can send them an email at tbbookedit at gmail.com. The world is a beautiful place. Let them go ahead and help you discover it. Go ahead and release those stress vibes and go ahead and enjoy your vacation. At TB Booked It, they got all the reasonable deals. And just let them know, your girl Shanice, she sent you there. The story you're about to see is loosely based on truth. Some of the names, characters, businesses, and events have been fictionalized for dramatic purposes. But a lot of this shit may have actually happened. Then it goes to the quote from T. After the elevation of the crew in immediate circle, it was about giving hope to the people in poverty, to be able to enjoy life as we saw it by Terry Southwest T. Flittery. So this episode opens up and we see Meech is talking to Terry. He's, you know, sharing, you know, the years of sharing clothes, the struggle, 
how it, you know, brought brought them to what they're standing in front of to the present day, which is the 300 keys they got from the Colombian Connect. So now they feel like they have everything in life that they want. We see that they end up getting the place of business, the uh, car wash, and that's for, you know, the new carrier for the transport through the car, through the car doors, of course, the stash box, they load it up with the dope, take it to where it got to go, bring it back with the cash, and then it's hand counted. So we get, you know, on how they about to move everything, right? And then if you watch the docuseries, you see that that's exactly how it was and how they were moving from the beginning. Now, after that, and they're talking, we end up learning that um, K-9, he didn't got locked up. But you know me, she like, what? But at the time, he like really, he, he, he ain't even really worried about K-9. He more like, okay, that's more better for us because, you know, we can take on his own flying sale. So, you know, Meech always coming up with the, <laughs> with the business plan. He always got his mind on business and how they can actually grow. My bad, y'all. I had to change something on my computer. Okay, so Meech goes to see Sterling, and they head down to Ohio. Um, they trying to get shit back rolling there because y'all know that they were in Ohio. They had stuff going good, but Meech look cousin, he messed everything up. It goes to the next scene, to the precinct. And at the precinct, we see Commander Beckwith. She has been transferred and replaced with Major da um, Damon Gar. Now, remember, she had told them a few episodes back that if they didn't get a big bust, that was her ass. And they were on crunch time. So, basically, they got rid of her to make it look like they was handling business and, you know, taking over since she wasn't able to, you know, bring anybody in. And <clears throat> we see um, that the DEA... They were the ones who brought in K-9 with intent to distribute uh, 50 kilos. So he was down in L.A. doing his thing, and that's where they got him at. He wasn't even in Detroit. And it wasn't even, you know, their department. It was just straight the DEA. <clears throat> so Meech goes to Ohio to meet with Stone to do a deal and um, also have him introduce him to the main man, Bleak, down there. It cuts back to the precinct right after that. And special agent chamber, DEA, <laughs> she um busts on in there, Ms. Leslie Jones. I was waiting to see when her character was going to pop back up because remember they showed her in the first episode at the very beginning when they were arresting uh, T. Um, when he was in, uh, where he get arrested in St. Louis? Yeah, when he got arrested in St. Louis, I think that was 2005, they showed her and Brian busting in there. So we know as the show proceeds, Detective Brian and uh, DEA Chamber, they're going to be just fine because we've seen them arresting T in the future. But she busts up in there and she busts in like she was Debo. And it looked like she is not about to take no shit from nobody. So we know that she's going to probably bring comic relief because she is a comedian and she is funny. So I bet you she had on one-liners that had you cracking up as the season proceeds. I imagine we probably see her much more in season three. So after that, we get into the next scene. And Terry goes to the club and Marquisha, she, you know, out with her girls. And he basically just goes to tell her that he is his own boss now. And, you know, no more small time. You know, he is his own supplier. And boom, more than likely will be working for him if he decides to stay in the drug game. 
So after she hear all that, she is all smiles, child. <laughs> I mean, she like, oh, you're your own boss now, Terry? I mean, she is all smiles. He gives her the little um, little case, and she's like, ah, right, she going to get it the boom. So after that, Meech meets up with the dude, Bleak, that he wanted to, you know, get introduced from, from Stone. And <laughs> it's about working with him. But, you know, Meech goes in there with his arrogance, of course, and, you know, makes his approach and Bleak dismisses him. Bleak, the dude Bleak ain't trying to hear him, especially from how they rolled down there before. So, like, he just don't like his attitude. He like, you city niggas, you know, so he kind of dismissed Meech. Um, in the next scene, we see Terry goes on recruit for drivers. Basically, he recruits the, uh, the vet. His name was Calix. And the auntie who was uh, Saki's aunt. So they bring them in. He walks them through the whole process so they don't get caught up like Denise did. Um, and, you know, we just see the real push it to the limit. Like they say, the episode was titled. And, you know, the advancement of the crew, the expansion, because Michi out recruiting hustlers in other cities and Terry out recruiting drivers so they can, you know, make this a real organization and, you know, move the business right. But in the next episode, I mean, the next, not next episode, in the next scene, we see Lamar. And we see Lamar. This nigga. He he come over Monique's house. He got the little urn with Blackie remainings in there, his ashes. And he like, you know, he want Blackie to be somewhere where family is at. So I, I think Lamar lives in his own goddamn world. But, you know, it is what it is. So Monique, she like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, about your dog. And, you know, she kind of dances a little powder right in front of them and you know she like you remember how we used to get down back in the day you know what i'm saying we can mourn over blackie and you know what i'm saying have us a little session a little line session and shit so they head to the back room now in ohio meet got the crew on the block and of course it's someone else's territory so bleak crew they rose up they get the scrapping Bleak team is kind of for the win. So Misha got to go step in, you know, pull his gun out and he ain't trying to shoot nobody. He all business, you know, body brings more police on you, you know, more heat on you. Like, let's just get this money. So he ended up recruiting some of Bleak soldiers. Now we get to the next scene and this scene irritated me because we got Miss Mabel. She's switching up in the house to borrow some of Lucille's skillet and her damn husband with Lucille right upstairs taking a shower. Soon as they get into the kitchen, she gets to filling up on Charles and it's goofy. He gets to giggling like, like a little kid at the candy store. I thought Lucille was going to catch them because it, it was just so disrespectful. And then we seen her creeping down the stairs and we knew that they was all up on each other planning, you know, to go to a room. But she come downstairs and she all smiles because she think Mabel is her friend. So, you know, she don't have a clue that they just planned a smash session later at the little hotel. <sighs> Charles, 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 what happened to you? Now, Detective Jen, she asked um, Ryan, like, okay, we we didn't, you know, 
seeked out B. Mickey. We've been following Meech Terry. But what about this, you know, this dude, Hoop? So Brian kind of gives her the rundown on Hoop. And um, she also mentions B. Mickey, but Brian doesn't tell her that he locked him up in the car. He just like he ain't heard from him. Now, it goes to the next scene. And Bleak humbles himself real quick when he see his crew didn't do what they were supposed to do. And he comes to Meech. And you know Meech is offering, you know what I'm saying, business is business. So they decide to do some business together. So now Meech got Ohio on lock. He good. That, that Everything is good there. We get into the next scene and we get, you know, a high Monique and Lamar. They reminiscing. And we get a little bit of more of a backstory about, you know, their history together. We know Mo is using him. Because she wants to take him, not take him out, especially for beating her ass like he did. And then she want to bring her kids home because she's still scared of them. But at the same time, she, as they're reminiscing, I think, you know, some feelings came back because um, she got to talking about he was the first man who ever made her feel really beautiful. And, you know, the first man she ever loved and how, you know, he hurt her when he went away. So they talk and, you know, he go draw him a bath and she thought, she thought about it, she, you know, cause she know what she got him there for to take him out, but she couldn't do it. She was contemplating hard. She went and picked that gun up, put it back down, walked around, paced around. He running the damn water and then she put the gun down and he like, Mo, where you at? She couldn't do it. The only thing she could go do was go hop in that goddamn tub. So we going to see how that play out when he find out she trying to kill him. We get into the next scene, and while Meech and Terry is catching up about the expansion, Markeisha calls T to let him know that she wants to take him out to dinner. And y'all know she only calling him because she's seen he didn't leveled up. Now, Meech tries to warn this simp-ass L7 nigga he don't trust Markeisha. So, every time Meech try to warn Terry something, it always backfires on him. So, we gonna see how this leads um i know the real story with t and the older woman they end up being together for years but i don't know if they're gonna switch it up in the show the next scene we see her taking him you know we're meeting him at the restaurant she got her little coat on she take him in the bathroom take her coat off and of course she ain't got no clothes on so she seduced him even more and you know she gets a shopping spree after that get to buy whatever she want I mean, he, Terry is gone. Markeisha can do no wrong in his eyes. And she even cuts off, you know, his little tail in the back of his head. <laughs> and it reminded me of Samson and Delilah in the Bible. I'm like, all right, Terry, you just cut your little thing, your little hair off. You've been growing forever. Child, listen, we're going to see where that go. We got the warning from Meech and then she cutting off your hair. We'll see. We'll see. Now, after that, uh, Meech goes uh, home, went to his mama, mom's house, and he tells uh, Mama Lucille and Nikki that he rented out the skate ring, and he bought them some brand new outfits. At first, Lucille, like, I can't take this, but then she's like, you know what? Mm -mm, this is going to look cute on me. So we get to the skating ring, uh, rollercade, and it's straight old school fun, just like everybody used to be out there. They having the time of their lives. Everybody looking amazing. Um, but when Meech looks over at Terry's hair, he is pissed off. He like, you is one. <laughs> he like, what the? This got Markeisha written all over it. And he went lying. 
Now we get to the next scene, and all I like to say is, child, because we get to this goddamn hotel, motel, and Charles can't find his rhythm because, you know, he can't function in the, the vibrating bed. Mabel's so disappointed he can't get it up. She lights up that cigarette, and she calls it quits because... You know, she realizes that she finally cherishes her friendship with Lucille and she going to stop borrowing her husband. So I'm like, okay, Mabel, um, now you realize this, your friend. And we get, a, you know, a little sob story about her being a swinger with her husband and how it hurt her so bad when he, you know, kept going to the other lady without her. So I don't feel bad for Miss Mabel and I can't wait for uh, Mama Lucille to find out that Mabel been smashing her husband. So we get into the next scene and we see terry you know he don't fall far from the tree because he just is disrespectful as uh charles he you know invites markeisha to the skating ring you got your pregnant baby mama there y'all barely you know broke up y'all you know and i felt for wanda i i i felt for wanda i did um she was about to bust terry in that goddamn head with that skate just like if y'all watch Snowfall when Wanda bust uh, Melody Melanie in the head with that damn skate at the skate ring. <laughs> she was getting ready to get him, but Meech steps in. He calms the situation down. He like, you always been A1 since day one. And no matter what, this nigga's, he, he selfish, he a simp, but I got you. I got you, my nephew, and the, un, you know, the unborn child. So he, he reassures her. He calms her down, gives her a hug because she just was going through a lot. You know, and and ter Terry just over there, just smiling with his new haircut, and and he don't see nothing but Marquisha. Now, during the couple dance, Meech gets ready because Lucilla's looking pretty. Like, uh, uh Mama, he, he already know Charles out fucking somebody, so he like, I'm about to skate with my mama. But as they're getting ready to skate, here Rose and Charles, like he ain't just left the hotel, and they get to skating, and Lucilla's happy to see her man. They having fun. But when they getting ready to go, and she probably thinking she about to go home and be romantic, she finds the damn Easy Rest Motel receipt. And, and straight go, straight 313 Detroit, Michigan on that ass. She went the fuck off. All that Christian stuff went through the window. She was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> and all Charles could say is, I just got a job. <laughs> Charles, that was a weak excuse, bruh. I don't care how many part-time jobs you got. You didn't You didn't just get a job in that specific hotel room. Stop it, brother man. But she went off. Terry tried to step in, and he, he tried to, you know, tell Terry to chill out. And she said, get your hand off my motherfucking son. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Everybody in the skating ring looking, and Charles just looking foolish. So after that, we see the horny detectives. Uh, they're in a car and they're following Hoop. They follow him to a house. Another car leaves in the same car and they, you know, trail the car. Now, when they pull it over, it's the vet Calix. And remember, Calix and Jen, they have like a very special bond because she is the one who pulled him out of that house fire in the, uh, the episode that was called Devil's Night. So, you know, of course, Brian is about to be Brian, but Jen got a soft spot for him. So she like, let him go. He leaves, of course. Now they go back to the precinct and in comes Wanda and they just knew she was about to tell, but she hit them with a nice fuck you. And I respected it and loved every minute of it. And these two fools, they so mad. They just say, you know what? We got frustration. You know, we got steam. So they go straight 
they go straight and get it on they go get it on after that they talk a bit and it kind of goes back to that episode with devil's night after she pulled calyx out of that car I mean, out of the uh, house fire, then she went into her car and kind of got the, you know, using that fire on her hand. We see that she does that to kind of get rid of her own pain. She harm, harms herself instead of others. So we get the backstory on that because a lot of people was like, what's wrong with her? Why is she burning herself? But she was saying, you know, with all the pain she suffered with her sister and family, that's how she releases it from harming herself. And you do have people like that. So I really see these two getting, you know, saying earlier in the episode, she was saying, you know, the kiss was only a one-time thing, but now y'all didn't kiss, y'all didn't got it on, he didn't pitch you up, beat it up. I see them growing into a relationship. So after that, we go back to um, Meech and Terry and they talking and, you know, Terry being a hypocrite because he finds out that uh, Meech knew about uh, Charles having an affair. So they talking and Meech calls him out like, nigga, you fucking a whole married woman with kids. Stop it. But as they arguing, as always, we see Auntie roll in and she didn't got robbed. <laughs> she didn't got robbed by some country go-to motherfucker. And we already knew who that was. That was Lamar. But she punched the shit out of Lamar, but she lucky he didn't kill her. He just knocked her on down. He felt like I'm thinking Lamar done got Mo back. So he kind of softening up a little bit because in season one, he just would have killed her. But he just knocked her on down. And we see Auntie, she she with the shits so um meach already got a plan in in mind with mo so terry trying to see what they can do but meach like it's already getting we, we gonna handle lamar he gets a call and it's be mickey so he runs to be mickey goes off on him of course be mickey ends up coming clean about his mom dying and him being locked up in a car and meach like dude what the hell did this nigga brian got on you and he find out that not only did Brian got the gun, you know, he got, he know that he killed J-Mo and Kato. So, be Mickey go in the crib. He looking for the gun because when Meech was like, hold on, he ain't never had you sign no paperwork. He doing this, you know, on the back end, that gun somewhere probably in the house. Now, he go up in there, but Kevin, he's in her home. He's drawing, listening to music. So, of course, he get through in a goddamn closet. And by the time be Mickey find the, the safe, Ian walks Brian. So, when Brian seen what they did to, well, what B. Mickey did to his son, throwing him in the closet like that, oh, he really about to be on a war path. And uh, B. Mickey just runs out and loses it. And he has a meltdown. Meech reassures him he has his back. And B. Mickey, of course, is a very complex character. Not one of my favorite characters, but, you know, the human side of it. He has been through a lot. You know, the only person he ever had was his mom. And he kept saying that, like, I don't have nobody. He, you know, he did love Kato, you know, no matter what everybody thought about her, he loved her. And he had to kill her. And, you know, he betrayed his best friend and his best friend still holding him down. So, you know what I'm saying? He's a very complex character, but still they make him very human. So it's realistic. But Meech, like, you're my brother. I, I'm going to always have you. So it was a real good solid episode episode eight we only got um two more episodes um push it to the limit it showed them doing that it showed them expanding so i i imagine season three is gonna definitely be showing you how bmf how they was like we seen them season one they was just the 50 boys they was just hustling for pat and then you know season two it showed them you know really leveling up getting their own connect and you know season three is really gonna be what bmf became so 
don't go anywhere. I'm about to play the trailer for next week, and then I have a sleeper for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. high treason we already know brian is about to be on a warpath mama lucille she about to be tearing shit up in that goddamn house and uh season three because you know they've been picked up for season three i can see them playing out them going through a divorce since we know that they got one um then it showed uh being mickey pulling out a gun on terry but we know he ain't gonna shoot him but um i like how they did that because we do know that towards the end it was terry's crew against meech's crew so like we seen you see it was tension there from the beginning i think the the real character who be mickey is based off of he was real cool with both brothers but you know of course you know like i said it's dramatic so you know in the future in the future you, this is still detroit 80s but you know as time went on the crews did not get along so Terry ran his his side once one way and Meech ran his side one way. And we see in the show, be Mickey and Terry, they just don't get along. <laughs> so next episode, I imagine will be fire. And then after that, we got the season finale. Then after that, y'all know Power Book 2 returns. And the trailers and little snippets they've been releasing look fire. Because I can't wait to see what Monet about to do when she find out her husband killed her son, the golden child. <laughs> so I have a sleeper for you guys. In my joke, but in style. Shout out to the pod father. And by you know what I'm saying, this episode was the come up and you know, was called push it to the limit. And you got some of those scarface vibes, because y'all know that's where the original song was with the motion picture scarface. I'ma play, you know, say so our version of push it to the limit. And here we go. Gross. Push it to the Oh, my house. You said you're 
I'm building a dream. Whatever fate is in it, never made the landing. No cake got on my head. I see you sucking, I see you feeling. I you see me in that spot. I'm wiping this for years. Allergic to broke, determined to blow. On the boat, we hit the work in the church and the soul. Shipping from Haiti, Haiti, I'm whipping them babies. Let it dry, let it dry. The whip is a fit. Arranging my rainbow, I'm in the range of parade. We gotta push it to the limit. You want us to pay? I push it, I push it. I ride and I ride. I ride the vibe on that vibe. All right, that's that Rick Ross. Push it to the limits. I hope you guys enjoyed this recap. I hope you guys are having a beautiful weekend, protecting that energy and, you know, being safe and enjoying life and remembering the sky is the limit and to go after y'all dreams. I will be back on next week for Snowfall. Make sure y'all check out my Snowfall recap from this week. And then we'll do Bel Air and BMF. The cycle will continue. Um, I want to do a music podcast soon, but that probably won't be for another two weeks from now because I want to do an old school vibe. But that'll probably be two weeks out from here. But yeah, if you guys have any recap requests or any business or brand you need me to shout out, please hit me up. And until next week, I'll be on for Snowfall. I hope you guys have a beautiful and safe week and sending you guys positive vibes. It's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.